Welcome to the first episode of Let's Do It Live in 2019. I'm your host, Andrew, a.k.a. The People's Commish, and I'm joined my partner in crime, college roommate, and the man who decided that I am a good fit for godfather to his son, Kevin, a.k.a. Pizza Von Baron. PC, thank you for having me. I hope you had a good holiday. I know I did. It's definitely busy. I think I packed on, you know, 10, 15 pounds. So I'm looking like a much milkier version of myself, but uh, I'm trying the intermittent fasting to start the the new year, and uh, I think it's going to work well for me. I'm not eating, uh, you know, a whole box of Cheez-Its at 2 a.m. after I drank 12 beers anymore because I, I can't. So, because of the acid reflux, you know, <laughs> okay. that's why I, I know that's why I can't drink 50 beers and then consume, you know, a, a nice Ponchero's burrito after oh. a night of drinking anymore. The yeah. acid reflux is real. It is. And given my affinity for uh, spicy food, it's really uh, putting a damper on my lifestyle. It's really too bad that we don't have like some sort of acid reflux medication sponsor to, to plug right now, but. You know, we'll get there one day. Yeah. Um, Tums? Zantac, Tums, are you listening? <laughs> any, anyone that works for an organization geared towards helping middle, well, we're not middle-aged, but uh, mid, Midwestern wannabe podcasters, doughy podcasters that like spicy food and also drinking beer. If that's your demographic, we got you covered. <laughs> that was a great description. Thank you so much. I can't believe I almost called us middle aged. I, I don't know. We're why getting that was. close. I'll be yeah. thirty this year, which is nuts. Which is scary. I know. Um, Just too bad. Oh well. Um, I guess we'll keep podcasting and hopefully we get famous before we're forty. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm down <laughs> for that. So, and Mikey the Mush still off the grid. Um, survey says that he had a rough go yesterday in the national championship game. I think he took. Bama first quarter, Bama second quarter, Bama game, uh, the over team total for Bama, uh, the second half over, and I, I can't remember if he took anything else, but uh, he took a he took a bath. Let's just say that. So he he might be laying low for a while. For all of the listeners that don't gamble or had no idea what Kevin just said, essentially I can summarize it with this. Mikey lost every bet he made on Bama yesterday and is in a glass case of emotion. And there was eight of them. Yes. And also, I I was going to make the joke that he's gone to CES in Vegas, not to see the newest electronics, but to win his money back playing penny slots. So That's a good play. Yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. It's, it's entertaining, you know, very low risk, but high reward. Love it. <laughs> All right, enough banter. So um, we're going to change things up a little bit here in 2019. I know the majority of our episodes in 2018, and I guess since we started this um, last fall, were geared towards college football and our little bet of loser taking the ACT. Um, no word from Kevin oh, yeah. yet. I got to do that. Score. Forgot about it. Uh, I just assumed you were going to pay some kid to go in there and take it for you and then show us a score. But then, you know, if he got like a, a 21, uh, we'd make fun of you for Maybe, all of eternity. Hey, I could get into central Michigan with that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Tips. So we're going to get a little more personal here in 2019. And 
share some more insights to our lives and just great things that have happened to us, things we're looking forward to. Um, still keeping some topics regarding sports, like games that we're most excited about or feelings on big games that occurred since our last episode. And we want to get more into the pop culture, not pop culture, but television and movie space because we are all avid movie watchers, Netflix bingers, and feel like we can bring some good banter uh, to the podcast regarding that. So let's start it off. You mentioned Mikey losing his lunch money on Alabama last night. Just quick thoughts of the game. I know we were talking throughout, but I don't think we've had the chance to fully download yet. So give me your first impressions. I mean, just an impressive performance by Clemson. Uh, I knew Trevor Lawrence was good, but I didn't think that he was going to play with that level of composure on that stage. And he pretty much played mistake-free football and just tore the Crimson Tide apart. It was amazing. And on the other hand, you know, Tua didn't really have his best outing. He showed that he is human um, after last year's performance when he led Bama to the comeback victory. But uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be fun to watch for the next three years, if he stays, two years probably. Yeah, I mean, completely agree with those. I think the person or player that really um, impressed me the most, though, was Justin Ross, and that's the freshman wide receiver for Great Clemson. Point. That catch he made he, was stupid. He had some remarkable catches, but even more than that, any time it was thrown his way, he was bringing it down and getting good yardage. I think he ended with 160 yards receiving and a touchdown. Just, I hadn't, we live in the Midwest. We don't get too much exposure to Clemson. And to me, that was the first time I had seen him play for an extended period of time. And I think he's going to be a a great wide receiver, not only for Clemson, but in the NFL. And one more impressive player, Travis Etienne. Oh, yes. He kind of reminds me of like Alvin Kamara a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that he's going to be fun to watch in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I guess my last note is um, I was very surprised by the lack of creativity from Alabama on both sides of the ball. That um, fake field goal was atrocious. The fake field goal, um, trying Tua with the quarterback keeper on fourth and goal from like the three-yard line. Brutal. And he was just left on an island. Um, just, I don't know. It, it was very uninspiring, something that we haven't really seen from Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide uh, staff. I think something interesting that was brought up during the telecast is there's been tremendous turnover over the last couple of years um, from a coaching standpoint at Alabama. Mm-hmm. And at Clemson, they've been very... Um, there has been some turnover, but it's significantly less. Like the key coaches, including Dabo, have been there um, with his coordinators for many years, and there there builds this loyalty um, and trust between the players yeah, they and just, the coaches, and you could see that. Yeah, they looked like they were having fun out there. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that I saw that was interesting, um, since the, the BCS was brought into play, a number one ranked team hasn't won the the – the championship i did see that on instagram so num- number today. two is one every year or maybe not even oh, number two because no. ohio state won ohio won. state won and then, the then when four. bama beat georgia last year that's right uh, bama was number four gotcha so, but a number one has never 
won, and I was one of the idiots thinking that this was the year. Granted, I lost significantly less money than Michael, but um, I was drinking the Kool-Aid. You know our motto, motto on this podcast, you never make money betting against Mama. Yesterday was the exception to the rule. So. That's why you don't listen to our gambling advice. Yes, just fade us, and you'd probably do <laughs> extremely well. Right. All right, enough college football for today. Um, for the year. For, for the year. Yeah, that's, that's the end of the season. Pretty exciting. Live in peace. Very, I know. I'm a little disappoint, disappointed with the end to our beloved Michigan Wolverine season, but a lot to look forward to in 2019. So definitely close the book on that. And since we're closing the book on the football season, I thought it'd be interesting if we looked back and thought of our favorite moments in our personal lives uh, from 2018. And since I think you have the more exciting one, I'll let you lead off. I mean, obviously the, the day Carson was born was pretty cool. Um, I would describe it as, it was definitely cooler than I thought it was going to be, but it was definitely stressful. The for all you guys out there that don't have kids yet, uh, the labor is not fun. I was in a glass case of emotion the whole time. Uh, you know, Kelly was such a trooper. Um, she was actually calming me down, which was crazy. Is she's like in so much pain she can barely speak, and I'm freaking out, and she's telling me that I need to calm down. In between her contractions, it was. It was crazy. So be mentally tough out there, fellas. But uh, I'll tell you what, it's it's very cool. But it's an incredible feeling, and I hope everyone out there gets to experience it at some point. Wow. What a plug for parenthood there. Yep. That was a lot more heartfelt than I thought you were going to be. Yeah. Um, Sorry. But I am not surprised I'm a real human. that Kelly was the calming force right. uh, between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I was pacing I, like an idiot. I, well, you pace anytime. You come into my house and you start pacing. I know. It's just your thing. Yep. So gotta get me, your stuff in, man. <laughs> you still got your up band? Uh, uh, yep. Perfect. What about Obviously, you, PC? I, I did not become a father this past year, but um, the biggest, I think the biggest day uh, for me and my wife was her graduating from the master's physician assistant program at Detroit Mercy this past August. She had been in the program for three years. I mean, it's going to sound cliche, but she worked tremendously hard throughout those those years. Learned a lot, struggled a lot to get to balance um, school and life and everything else going on with us. We got married while she was in school, and just to see that all come together, and then her getting her first job as a medical provider. Um, in September at an urgent care locally here in Metro Detroit. So it's been excellent to see her grow as a professional and, you know, find her calling. And and it doesn't suck that there's more than one income in your household now. Yeah. That definitely helps. Being, having the dink income, um, for those who don't know what that is, dual income, no kids. It's a term in the mortgage industry. And that has been amazing because, reminder, I'm still in school and every other weekend when I'm in Ann Arbor, I spend frivolously. So having this safeguard with Shiv working has been nice. Plus, you've probably purchased every EA Sports game that's been released in the last uh, well, last three months, four months. <laughs> 
I, I do not have a system that would allow for me to buy the latest games, but I have been known once or twice a year to go into the basement, boot up the PlayStation 3, and play as Andrew Stinson in NCAA 2014. Were you 6'6"? Last one, yeah, I was 6'6", uh, 200, built like a linebacker, playing quarterback. Obviously, I was a run first, pass later kind of guy. Of course, yeah, won the Heisman every year. Like Mike Vick in two thousand four, when he could just outrun everyone. Unbeatable, yes, yep. Yep. horrible. God, I, I used to run the same play in NCAA football. It was like a like a hitch route, and I would roll out to the right. The cornerback would come at me, and then I'd just toss it over the top. I think I'd have like six hundred yards passing that way. You're the man. Yeah, awesome. Talking about a video game that came out in six years ago. <laughs> I love that. All right, so you know, keeping on this this high we've got, um, what are you most looking forward to in 2019? Most looking forward to in 2019. Um, you know what? I, I should have looked over the itinerary a little more. I don't. I don't have anything in the hopper right now. Um, we have oh you know what yeah i do have something on the hopper we're going to augusta thank you god thank I, I, didn't, I didn't i didn't want to leave the word second but... i didn't know what to do with my hands i'm like <laughs> bobbing my cell phone like not sure what to say but yeah that's definitely it we're, we're going to charleston for a long weekend and then we're going to see a practice round of the masters and it's going to be a lot of fun yep I'm very excited for that. That's been a bucket list of both of ours for many years. And finally, we won the, the lottery to be eligible to purchase tickets and um, making a couple's weekend out of it. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm starting to accrue for the amount of money that I'm going to spend in the Masters swag tent. I have to imagine it's going to be astronomical. If any of you listeners out there want any swagger, just uh, make sure you DM us at let's do it live on Instagram and we will take care of you. <laughs> you like, we're not going to buy it for you. No, like, we, 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 we just send it to your house from the swag palace yep. on the grounds off. of Augusta national. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to carry you around the, the course, like in one of Carson's little carrying things, like the little black thing. Boy? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Little Can I wear sunglasses? I imagine I'd, I'd look like Carlos <laughs> yeah, from the no, hangover. Not at the table, Carlos. <laughs> well, um, obviously that was one of the items I'm most looking forward to. But also finally finishing my MBA in May. I cannot wait. There's finally a light at the end of the tunnel in this program. And can't wait to see not only from you know, being having half my weekends back, just for the listeners, I do the weekend MBA up in Ann Arbor. So been going back and forth for about a year and a half. No. Two years? Almost two years now. And finally graduated in May. So really looking forward to that. You're not going to have to do it with yourself, all the free time. Next. Yeah. Uh, that was very evident during break. There were like two days that I had nothing planned, which hadn't happened in many, many months. <laughs> and I literally was asking my wife, like, what do I do? Like, I don't know what to do. It was, it was kind of funny. So I been, I, I just rewatched the office, of course. Oh, of course. Um, and I think took down some Christmas decorations, but that was about it. How many beers did you consume? I've been on a wine kick, big vino guy, kind of oh, wow. like Le- LeBron now. Oh, <laughs> oh, you are? 
Sheesh. The greatest ever. Uh, yeah, I'm the second gayest ever. The oh, gayest, gay, is, uh, gayest, Stu Douglas. gayest ever. Got um, it. Gayest no. of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty. I couldn't even start talking. I'm You're just the, thinking of the gay of out. Yes, the gay out. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to become a thing. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah, it is. I like it. Oh, I'm going to get that out of t-shirt. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm wearing my Let's Do It Live t-shirt right now, so I feel like I'm really even embracing the podcast game. Did I even get Did mine? Did you wrap uh, mine? Is that what's sitting under your tree? Could be. Oh. Could be. That's cool. I could have some tricks up my sleeve. I got you a toaster with three speeds. <laughs> same one you gave me for my it's a bread maker why would a toaster have three speeds <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway good, good to see that the humor remains in let's do it yep. live in 2019 <laughs> all right well a lot to look forward to in 2019 we'll obviously keep you posted at our lives oh i will say that i'm excited to go to thailand and japan um in a week and a half for the first time going there for work. So quick trip, but very excited to eat some authentic Thai food, see the Japanese countryside and come back with some stories. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, also my wife and I all both turned 30 this year, as I mentioned, I do, um, in September. So I'm trying to figure out what to do for that. I'm thinking maybe, maybe a little Vegas trip. I'm not, not sure. sure. I'm not sure what, I, to, what to surprise her with. I get, I get my life back. Um, May 3rd, write it down. Perfect. Perfect. And I'm just game for anything. Write it down. Take a picture. Yep. I'm going to be my own commencement speaker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, switching back to sports. Um, I, I thought it'd be interesting. Cool. What? I don't know. To talk about the games we're most looking forward to over the next week. You know, we've been very specific to college football, but there's a lot of other good sports out there. College football season is over. So, you know, that kind of takes away from that segment we had. So is there a game that you got on the calendar circled that you're really looking forward to? Or I'm just insanely excited for the NFL playoffs. Um, I think there's a lot of good teams. I think it's really up for grabs this year. I don't think it's going to be up the Patriots walking to the Super Bowl like it normally is. Uh, we had the upset in Chicago with the the Eagles winning on that. That was unbelievable, by the way. Bogus kick. I, 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 I That was crazy. I couldn't believe it. I felt so bad for that guy, for Cody Parkey. But you know what? He handled it like a man, and it did come out that the ball was tipped. But, I mean, we have, we have the Saints playing the Eagles. I love Drew Brees. He does a lot for the community. He's an awesome guy. He's been loyal to that city. I would like to see him win another one. Uh, he's playing Big Dick Nick and the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are going to continue their their shine. I, I think Big Dick Nick has a horseshoe up his ass of some sort. I, I don't get how the guy gets it done all the time. <laughs> uh, we also have Philip Rivers, in his, who has his ninth kid on the way, I believe, traveling to Foxborough. Um, that should be a good one. I, I would be scared of the Chargers if I'm New England. But obviously being Michigan guys, I'm always pulling for Tom, TB12. I hope the Rams absolutely obliterate the Cowboys. Um, but I'm, I'm really hoping, I think, ultimately, for another Chiefs-Rams in, in the Super Bowl. That, I mean, another slobber knocker. That, that would be crazy. As you'd say in WWE terms. 
Sorry, I had to burp a little bit there. But I agree. That Monday night game um, that was supposed to be in Mexico that they moved back to L.A. was unbelievable. I mean, it was just an offensive, I don't know, it, it was nuts. It was crazy. I, I, like, I had the under in that game because I'm so it was stupid. Like, it was like watching people play Madden and then yeah. not and then skip playing defense, just simulate. Yep. Like it was just I, I can't even explain it. I mean I was very impressed. I I think that was one of the most entertaining NFL games I've ever watched. I'll leave it at that. If somehow the the Colts and the Cowboys win, I'll be so upset. I'd, yes, I would too. It would just make for such a boring playoff, but but I did I did want to bring this up. So at work today, um, my coworker said that Goose Island in Chicago, you know the brewery, mm-hmm. they are holding <laughs> an event on Saturday. And so you go you go to Goose Island Brewery, you sign up from noon to one, and from one on, everyone that signed up gets a chance to kick a 43-yard field goal. And, it, and if they hit it, they get a case of beer every week for a year from Goose Island. For That's crazy. And Are you gone? If I didn't have class, of course. I'd kick it barefoot and still have some Enough yardage legs. to spare. Oh, got legs for days. But would you be able to do it if uh, 45,000 people opened a Pepsi while you were about to kick? No. Like that commercial? Especially, especially if Coach Rivera opened that Pepsi. No, I'd, I'd be done. I'd shank it off the upright. It'd be crazy. You'd hit two balls, uh, Stephen. Double doink. I do like that term. I think it's hilarious. Double doink. Yeah, but I, I had noted I'm most looking forward to the Philly-New Orleans game. Um, I just want to see if the Eagles are for real or if – the the saints are just destined for the super bowl. Yeah. The Eagles um, just have such a banged up secondary. I feel like breeze is just going to shred them, but we shall see. That's why they play the game, Kevin. It, that's true. But aside from that, switching away from football, our Michigan Wolverine basketball team is at Illinois on Thursday with a 15 and 0 record on the line. Well, chance to go 16 and 0 which would tie the best start in Michigan history. So even though it's not the greatest marquee matchup of all time, I am excited to watch that game and see what Coach Beeline has in store. I think um, the team, they started off hot, you know, taking down Villanova and North Carolina pretty handedly, um, had a few bumps in the road, like traveling to Northwestern, South Carolina at home, and then really came back like with vengeance against Indiana on Sunday, it was fun to watch. They should have beaten the Hoosiers by about 30, but not a lot of mistakes. I mean, some hot hands from the get go, the free throw shooting wasn't as bad as it normally is. And I'm excited to see what happens with this team. You know, I know Mikey's not here and he's the mush, but I'm really worried that you just mushed him by by bringing that stat to light. Hey, it's. I read it in a news article. So okay, fair enough. It's the author of the news article's fault. That's fair. <laughs> right. And our final topic is regarding television, movies. Just want to hear what what's the best thing that you watched this past week. So I've only watched 
one thing. I mean, I watched a couple episodes of The Office, sure, but that I'm not going to waste on that. The best thing. Well, I watched Bird Box because <laughs> I saw all these memes online of a woman, Sandra Bullock, in a blindfold, and I needed to know what the hell was going on. So Kelly and I sat down and we watched it, and you know, it was. I enjoyed the movie, but I was waiting. For for questions to be all my questions to be answered at the end and none of them were. So I just, after the movie, I was just pissed. (laughs) So what did you do? So I watch it. Yep. So that we could talk about it. And then I looked stuff up online and I was just hoping that other people who watched the movie had all the same questions and sure enough they did, but it wasn't, it was intense. I mean, the way you described it over the phone was the best. So for the listeners, I, I decided to go with a rating system for Bird Box. 10 out of 10 for anxiety, 7 out of 10 for acting, and 1 out of 10 for unanswered questions. So overall, 5 out of 10 movie. <laughs> yep, and I would agree with that. I mean, it's decently entertaining for sure, but I mean, I don't know if we want to send spoilers, but I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. I just like... I don't understand why, what the entities were, how they got there, how they got from Europe to the U.S. so fast, why there was a school for the blind down to down a river, and how and why they were still trying to contact people to come down there. I would be protecting myself, but five years after the fact, exactly. Yeah. Um, how did Tom remain so ripped and clean, clean cut? That was bothersome. <laughs> I think you were just jealous he got to make out with Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah, well that, that's a given. Yeah. But how do you how do you stay so jacked off of strawberry pop tarts? And I'm here, you know, doing intermittent fasting and I'm doughy and hairy. <laughs> and he's got a perfectly kept <laughs> beard that is strapped like the navy. Yep. Five-year-old Pop-Tarts and telling the children that this is what strawberries taste like. Yep. That was unreal. I know. There, there were some unreal moments in that movie. And I I mean, I wouldn't go out and recommend watching it again. Um, but I think it's worth one watch. I think it's worth one watch as well. Yeah. I loved all the articles um, after the weekend that it, it was released on Netflix saying like for, it was something like 45 million people watched it that weekend. And they tried to, a lot of authors and journalists tried to say, well, there's Netflix is so stupid for not releasing this in theaters because if the average ticket price is $10, that's, you know, $450 million of revenue from an opening weekend. Right. Again, I'm just using, I I think it might've been more than 45 million. I I saw 45 million as well. And but anyways, it's skewed because you don't know. The whole point is like people don't want to leave their house; they want to sit and watch Netflix, and they're paying for the subscription. Why the hell would I want to go see Bird Box in theaters? I think about eight thousand people would have gone if they had released it in theaters. I mean, I will say there's some very funny memes that came from the movie. Oh, they're, they're I do hilarious. appreciate those, but and then it also spiraled into kids doing the bird box challenge would and filming themselves doing stuff blindfolded. Yes. I like the one with the two kids and they were kicking a field goal and both 
blindfolded. The one kid was holding the football with his nose down to the ground. Oh boy. And then the other kid was kicking it. I, I, that was the funniest one I saw. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want, I didn't watch many. I just heard about it. Uh, so, so your delivery drivers told you. <laughs> and between Jewel's connection with the younger population is talking to his delivery drivers. Yeah, between Jewel hits, they gave me their, uh, their thoughts <laughs> on it. Are they mixing different Jewel packages Dude, for crazy. unique flavors? It's such an epidemic. If you're between the ages of 14 and 19, you Jewel. You're Jeweling. Man, I'm glad we missed that. <laughs> Bad. Me too. <laughs> My lungs couldn't handle it. Nope. <laughs> Marble Reds are enough one weekend a year. Yeah. Filters ripped off. So, I'm... <laughs> Bird Box was not the best thing that I watched this past week, obviously. Um, Shivani and I watched The Sinner on Netflix, which I believe was a USA production with Jessica Biel. The murder mystery, I it was also very intense. I found myself sweating on the couch, even though I was, you know, immobile watching a 45-minute drama. You watched all but, of it? I did. We watched the entire thing. We finished it on Friday night. It was pizza night at the Stinson house. So what we just made think? pizza. I, I will give it a similar rating to, I will give it a rating using a similar system I use for bird box. The intensity, twist? intensity, eight out of 10. I agree. Um, acting. Well, let's keep it around eight out of 10. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, overall, maybe seven out of 10, but plot, like plot twists, I thought were like up there also eight out of 10. I thought there was so many plot twists that it was like crazy. I didn't want to go 10 out of 10 because then if something comes out later, that's better. Like I can't give it 10 out of 10. Exactly. You can't go too high. Right. Um, but overall I really enjoyed it. Um, I, this is not a humble brag, but I think I'm normally pretty good at guessing the plot or the murder or what's going to happen in any TV series or movie. Not all of them, but like the basic, the not so good ones. Right. And so when I find a series that is able to keep my interest or hold my interest and also keep me guessing and about you know, who did what or what's going to happen next. I really appreciate it. And I think that the center did a good job with that. Yeah. I thought it was good. So without any spoilers, I mean, this happens in the first five minutes of the series, Jessica Beale's character snaps and kills an innocent person on a beach during family day. And the whole plot of the remaining seven episodes is what led to that moment. And even though she is guilty, everyone saw her do it. It's an understanding of why I did. I will note that I did have a hard time with a few things. One was the sister sister relationship. I don't know if you've seen that episode. I will leave it at that. I've seen it. It was very weird. The sister that was like kind of like sick, like not allowed to do anything. Yeah. And then they had, they had a moment. Did you see that one? Yep. God, that was weird. I've seen it all, I but I, just, I dozed off during okay. those episodes. I don't want to spoil it for 
listeners, even though we have seven of them, and Daniel from Topeka isn't going to watch the center. Well, he's, he's already more, seen it. He's <laughs> he's already seen it. <laughs> Perfect. How can you do in Topeka? Yeah. So there, there's this level of incest that I did not appreciate. Nope. Granted, okay, they're both actresses. Like, they're not really related, but it, it was incredibly odd. Second was... Is it Bill Pullum or Pulliam? I don't know his name. The guy that plays the detective. Yes. He was, all I could think about for the first couple of episodes was him as the president in Independence Day when he gives the speech before the guy goes up and goes, boys, I'm back, and then runs, <laughs> and runs into the spaceship and saves the world. I, I kept replaying that in my head. But also with him, I did not understand his relationship with that lady, like the abusive lady. No, that was. I I didn't think it really brought anything to the show other than dysfunction in his personal life, which did not pertain to the storyline. Yeah, so why do you got to throw that in there? I don't get it either. I don't know, but it all came together nicely at the end. All our questions were answered on like Bird Box and. The, apparently there's a second season which i have heard is not nearly as good so i will probably avoid it it's a completely different crime and in, in center two you said yeah season two of the center oh boy i think it's the same detective but a different crime so it would be like akin to true detective is jessica beale not in it she's not in it i mean that was kind of the draw to start it i mean mrs timberlake she's so hot right now yeah so that's my that's your hot take of the week that's my that's my viewing of the week in andrew's rating system that has no foundation or basis whatsoever it's just how he feels (laughs) on any given day hey man you're your own commencement speaker it'll be great all your reviews are great i mean i'm gonna pump my own tires so hard like i think my dad might finally like say son i'm so proud of you uh, it. no it's not happening yeah probably not but wishful thinking Throw and i love you dad and maybe it'll happen <laughs> all right well we want to thank today's sponsor which is of course our loyal mv sports book dm us tb12 to our instagram page at let's do it live and you will get a 50 dollars free play upon opening an account kevin mentioned a lot of good nfl games on the slate this weekend might use your free play for that or if you're big into cricket i know that's also on there i mean you, you can really get on anything or you can be like the pc and just use your dollar free play on something stupid like a six team parlay <laughs> rather than just trying to hit one bet he tries to hit six every time but yeah i'm trying to maximize my return exactly okay I will say this. It is a lot more fun betting like a couple dollars on a ridiculous parlay to win hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. Than me betting $20 on Bama and watching them get shit tossed. And then like my whole night is ruined. But then you keep chasing with little $20 bets every 10 minutes. Exactly. It's a slippery (laughs) slope. So if I do the parlay, like I have to wait for all of them to happen. Right. And I did. I mean, I hit my parlay on Sunday, which was Michigan basketball. Um, spread the over under was a wash actually it hit the number then what else happened oh philadelphia plus six and chargers money line 
So that was the first one I had hit in a while. Wow. That was big for you. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a $5 bet to win 80, but it's money in the bank. Shorty, what you drank? Thank you for finishing that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's enough for this evening. Everyone, thanks for joining us. We're going to stay on the horse in 2019 to bring you some more, uh, more entertainment. Yeah, to and from work. More let's more doing it live, like we intended, talking about a lot of different stuff, giving you some more insight into our lives, some good, some bad, some great things we saw on TV, things we're looking forward to, and overall, you know, just humor and banter. Yep. So we'll keep it up. Let's do it. All right. Have a great week, everyone. All right. We'll catch you on episode twenty one of Let's Do It Live. Happy New Year, everyone. We'll see you next week. I don't really know how to end a prayer. The end? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey! Stop fucking with Korean Jesus. He ain't got time for your problems. He busy with Korean shit.